Hey guys, it's Emily from Adventures in Absurdity. Um, so we have decided we're going to start kind of a secondary segment slash podcast uh, called Candid Conversations with Chaos. Uh, if you've listened to, right now we only have two podcasts out, so if you listen to those, you'll see we have a tendency to go on rabbit trails. And we edit a lot of our rabbit trails out, but there's also some really good commentary and discussion in those rabbit trails. So, these Candid Conversations with Chaos episodes will be those rabbit trails that came from other recordings. So, I hope you enjoy... I don't know how this works. Oh, hi. I didn't hi, and welcome. Though. Welcome. <laughs> Hi, I didn't see you there. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't, isn't that, that like an old opening? Like, with those I, oh, hey, I, 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 I swear, I swear that Mr. Whitaker says something like that in one of them. Yeah, it's like, oh, hi, I didn't see you there. Just working on this new invention of mine. Yeah, uh, every time we get on, yeah, let's yeah. see if this thing works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we can all just scream. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Looks like it needs a little more work. <laughs> that's okay. But that's the exciting part. That's the part. exciting part. Because <laughs> you yeah. never know what you'll hear on Adventures <laughs> in Absurdity. Okay, well. Anyways. Beautiful. The air is it's actually recording us. I didn't realize that. <laughs> <laughs> Abby. Uh, Abby. I was just thinking about all the actors who have had conversations with us. Steve Burns as Mitch and Rodney in Broken Window. <laughs> yeah. That's one of the best. Mitch and Rodney have the same yeah, voice actor? Yeah, and Bart and Tom are the same as well. So they've had several. Like, oh, yeah. And Tom for Mayor, that was basically oh, yeah. Walker Edmondson like, voicing the whole episode. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. like edit it that much like he literally just switched back and forth the whole time like and they didn't edit the old episodes they talk about how they would look like they wouldn't even rehearse they'd just go through the script once or two or three times and they'd have the whole episode like and they wouldn't have to edit anything like i don't Mm. know if that's the case now but like back then like that's how, how you were trained as well i think as an actor voice wise but yeah. there were certain episodes. I think the I remember reading about it in the guide. Um, I think the Mortal Coil they just let it go, and like it was a very emotional episode, obviously, and like that's what happened. He he ad libbed a lot of that too, didn't he? They're just like just go in and talk like he's your best friend, and he just kind of. I I didn't know that. That's really cool. Yeah, I could be wrong, but that's what I thought I saw. That Either way. He's such an impressive actor. Mm-hmm. That makes me wonder how many of like the jokes and like gags and stuff in Odyssey were improvised. If like they're all just like live recording. Yeah, I think as it's gone on, they've definitely taken advantage of the newer technology available yeah. to them. Yeah, for sure. Um, definitely. But yeah, I don't know how much they ad lib and how much they don't. I've never really heard much about that. Yeah, there's some like behind the scenes. Being part of Odyssey back in the day must have been great. For yeah. real. I think it still would be pretty cool. I just like. Really, we have like two two years left. The original crew. That's 
True. Just sad. Yeah. Yeah. Katie Lee and Will Ryan, and and everyone else is just kind of. Will Ryan isn't even technically fine. original. Like, Eugene didn't come. Did he come? I don't think he came until. Oh, album that's two. crazy. Yeah, he didn't album come three. to quite a lot later. He was yeah. album two or yeah. three. When he he played up. another character before he played Eugene, though. Mm-hmm. He, he oh, yeah, he was, he was like the officer um, Harley or whatever. Yes. The guy they oh, he got Harley? cut because he's also yeah, Harlow Doyle. He was offensive Doyle. to police officers. Yeah, yeah. Harlow Doyle. Yeah. I think that was their their replacement for Officer Harley. But yeah. They yeah. did make an album of yeah, Officer yeah. Harley episodes and I think it just kinda has a disclaimer. It actually has some I saw yeah. that and I thought that was so weird. <laughs> I just looked up on the wiki and Will Ryan has voiced a hundred and sixty five characters. Yeah, I love that. Movie. It's oh yeah, and a lot of times it's oh, just wow. like stuff from the I imagine that I know that B B T V type episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it says, but BTV story. I was looking up Jess Harnell the other day, and he we know he a talented man. Oh my god, he has been in so much. Like, yeah. and it's all typically it's not like super like for like roles. Like it's more like different voices as extras in animated movies and stuff. But he's done, and I've I've heard him in kids shows because I have several younger siblings. So he was like in Sophia the First and. Um, oh, what was the one? There was one where it was like these jungle animals and they were on wheels. Oh, and he was on Doc McStuffins. Like, those are the Disney kids shows oh, wow. I know he was on. Um, but he's done voices for Up, um, Cars. Like, just go on his Wikipedia page and it's ridiculous. Yeah, he's. Who are we talking about? Oh, Jess Harnell. Jess Harnell? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Even between him, like, switch between Wooten and, like, Captain Absolutely in a couple of epi- episodes, you're like, well, dang, okay. <laughs> yes. Or oh. how different his... Was also in, like, he played half the characters in Mr. Peabody and Sherman. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. I do think I remember hearing him in that movie, though. He played a lot of the historical characters. You know, I do, like, wonder how many more albums of Odyssey they'll put out. I know. Like, yeah. it, I feel like it's just getting t- about time for them to wrap it up. Mm. Like, as much I as that makes me to. sad, like, it There's just... to the point where one more act, like, they have three more actors, and once those three actors are gone, it's not really Odyssey anymore. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, they're not gonna um, get a new wit. They're on wit number three. There is no way. Wait, and, they're on three. I thought they only had two. So yeah. So yeah, Hal Smith, Herlinger, Paul Herlinger, and now Andre Stoika. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Hal Smith and Paul Herlinger sound a lot alike. Like if you Andre Stoika does not. Oh, no. Andre Stoika sounds more like Hal Smith than he does like. Paul Herlinger, though, like if you listen to him, like how yeah. and understood, you're like, oh, I kind of voice is just so much higher. Yeah, it's not deep enough. It's not like that grandfatherly. I have trouble sound. taking him seriously. I think me too. Yes. He's a little too jolly for me. He sounds like Santa. Or yes. Oh my goodness. Oh, oh, oh. Welcome to its end. <laughs> voice got higher. He got more shallow as a character. Oh, that's the tea. That's the tea. Well, it's also like I feel like, yeah, Wit's the most central character in a way, but he's oh yeah, not, but like they have replaced him. I feel like you can't replace Connie and Eugene at this point. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They, not they after having the same voice actor. No more him going off to Middle East. He's got to die this time. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That sounds horrible, but yeah. <laughs> well, and yeah. I, I made a post about this a long time ago, but my sister and I were talking, and she's she's older than me. So I, I'm from a large family, and we're span a large age range, but she's the one I got all my tapes from. And we, she was like, I think they just need to kill Wit off. And I was like, you know what? I don't disagree with that. <laughs> It I could, think at this point, it, it could be some great character development for some people, and moving them into you could move Jason, Connie. you could move Jason into the Wits role, and you could have that character development of now him that he's yeah. more mature moving. and not yes. like he was last time. Yeah, I also yeah. just don't see it working though because like we don't have Jack, we don't have Tom, we don't have Bernard, yeah. unless they bring in some like. Older, which obviously there are other characters are older now. Our like, characters are millennials right now. Yeah. Mm. So I don't know. But like the amount of spontaneous marriages we've had in <laughs> Odyssey is ridiculous, especially since they're such advocates for like marriage and children and family and like all that sort of stuff. So you would think that they would want to make the characters only have like you know, like, you know, they relationships. Yeah, like, more healthy yeah. relationships and may, and try to push the idea of they need an actual wedding. So when, like, Eugene and Katrina eloped, when I found that out, I was, like, I'm surprised they put on the show because you would think that they would, you know, because a lot of families, especially Southern... But even Penny and Wooten, they're like, we're just doing our thing today. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I would say... That annoyed me. The most, Sorry, like, but... healthy relationship like that you would call the normal Christian relationship almost was Connie and Mitch's. Exactly. And that didn't even work out. They were both like equally yoked when they got together. Like Eugene and Katrina's relationship, like I think we can all agree we support it, especially now. But it was not super healthy for like album albums. Yeah, no. Yeah, it was I mean, even with Connie and Mitch, you know, they had their own like issues. It still wasn't like the best relationship ever, but it it, they at least tried to, they worked through their problems. Yeah, yeah like, after right. the Novacom stuff, they did try really hard. Especially Mitch. Mitch really helped to balance Connie out because he was a lot more level-headed than she was about I really don't like Odyssey's whole things out. Oh, we're gonna break up and the other one's gonna get saved. And we're gonna get back together. Yeah. Because one, that's unrealistic. It is very unrealistic. Ooh, that's just Oh, yeah. that's why I don't like Jeff. I don't have anything against him necessarily. It's just the idea of him suddenly getting saved so they can get back together drives me crazy. Yeah. It's very Mm. unrealistic. And it sets up like weird, you know, expectations for kids. I mean, I understand what they're getting at. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It's kind of the idea of, oh, if I break up with my unsaved boyfriend, he's going to get saved and we're going to get back together. No, probably not. No, like, he also has a lot of work to do. The opposite. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you, yeah, it's like it, it, they completely ignore a lot of the needed character development just to make them suddenly become a Christian. So that way they can, you know, get together and it's like well people actually in real life that's a big struggle like i've been told by so many people that like you know nobody's going to really want me because i have these sort of morals and that's a realistic thing for most of these kids if they go into Mm -hmm. high school and they expect to be able to have all these good morals and this upheld you know religious view and then try and get all these boys or girls you know girlfriends or whatever most of the time it doesn't work out like that it's very unrealistic yeah. yeah, and I yeah. think they're trying to, like, give a story of, like, why you shouldn't, you know, 
be in a relationship with somebody that's unequally mm-hmm. yoked. And I appreciate that. But yeah. it seems like there's a lot of that and not enough of what a good, healthy Christian relationship would look like. And that's also yeah. another reason why, especially with two characters that are developed, like Connie and Jason, like for them to get into like a good, healthy relationship or even for Connie to do that or Jason. But like mm. Jason and Jillian are not going to, gonna oh. show that they like, don't oh. have a healthy oh. relationship they could not have oh. a healthy relationship no yeah Please, and not, can't be a healthy for anyone mm-hmm. they purposefully he acts so out of, incredibly out of character whenever whenever she is with him that it makes me upset because in the first episode or i think it was the first episode when she tries to convince she goes outside and sets up her stuff in the in front of jj J and j's antiques all of her jewelry business and jason goes out and starts like yelling at them i was like jason would never do that that you know like that's very out of character like they and he gets really really angry at her whenever she's around and i mean jason i think obviously has some like you know, he has some, like, you know, frustrations about that. But some of the things that he said, I'm just like, I don't think Jason would have said this or said yeah. that. Like, he's definitely, especially in the episode when they have to pretend to be married. And Jason is, like, <laughs> you know, being all sassy about how he doesn't think she can do any of it. And how, you know, just be quiet. Just be quiet and being all rude about it and stuff. And I was like, I think Jason's got a lot of respect for women. And if he mm-hmm. didn't, I can see him acting like okay. that towards Connie because they're friends and that's like a jokey thing. You know, Connie, be quiet. You know, because she's always talking. Yeah. But like Jillian, he barely knows. Yeah. Like, the way he acts towards her is not a crush at all. No. He's, like, no, he's acting that way because, like, no, he's acting that way because he can't stand her. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and then, and, and then, and there's no reason. Yeah, and if they get together, do you know how screwed up, like, you know, if a boy is doing that to a girl and she's going to now think, oh, he likes me and we're going to exactly. get married. And yeah. those are actually, like, huge red flags. Yeah, they're That really is one of the things about, that's one of the major things that annoys me when it comes to, like, children's TV and, like, Disney shows and stuff is because a lot of the time, like, the boy love interest will be a really terrible boyfriend. But, they, you know, they keep them in there because the little girls like the idea of it and then um, i always i always (laughs) i always liked the idea of you know odyssey being different than that because they they at least showed a bit more respect for women you know what i mean so i don't think it would make any sense for jason to i mean i don't even think jillian's got a crush on jason she just said she thought he was fit you know she just said she, she thought he was hot like, that's different than having a crush on him. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's just yeah, very That's the only thing she's drawn to. She's like, oh, he's attractive. Let's date. Like, if that's all she's going mm. off of. Exactly. Yeah, I know. Like- she should very much have, like, a disdain for Jason at this point. She really should. I mean, I've said multiple times, I think, responding to people's posts on Tumblr, that I really do believe that they have crafted Jillian to purposefully show how they think the modern, mm-hmm. quote-unquote, lifestyle is wrong. So, you know, they've taken all these little things that they think millennials and Gen Zs and all of the younger generations are doing mm-hmm. that are bad, and have sort of mushed them all together in one character and to show how unlikable they are in many ways, but instead, you know, you know, oh, she has her hair dyed and she makes friends with weird people and you know she doesn't have a job she lived out of her car for a while like she's done all penny lived out of her car 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Penny, well, Penny was, was living out of her car nice. for a totally different reason. Well, I mean, just yeah, yeah. a different reason. They show, you know, they show Jillian as she's not, she's not able to, she's not smart enough to do a lot of things. But then again, you know, you see Connie and the others trying to like reform her to, you know, be more like them. And it's like Jillian, if she wasn't so, would be actually really nice, you know, like a nice person. But it just seems like we don't need another character like that. You know what I mean? We've got mm-hmm. Penny who's silly and goofy and she would dye her hair and, you know, you've got all these silly things. But, like, Jillian is obviously portrayed in a very negative lighting. And the main reason I think is because they're purposely trying to show that the sort of things that she does they think are wrong. Which is one other reason why I think it's so confusing why they're trying to pair with Jason. Because it's yeah. like, Jason, it's like they're trying, it's like they tried to per- turn her into like a problem character and then tried to smush her with Jason who was also considered like a more problem character at one point. He's really not. And yeah, he's one not. Point he was, but... <sighs> he, like, yeah. he's like, he's they, all, you know, they use him as a way to, you know, show the more harsher sides of things mm. a lot of times. Jason a lot is a character like that done right. Yeah. He is a character yeah. like that done wrong. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> What's funny is Penny and Jillian, they're not similar, but if you were to put them together, they're that roommate that Connie had that she couldn't stand in that one episode forever ago. Oh, <gasps> yes. Oh, my gosh. I that drove that. me crazy. I'm like, why all of a sudden is she great with this? She's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to hire a roommate just like the one person I said I could never live with. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. Good, good rant, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> totally off topic. That's okay. Where is my husband? Goodbye.